Hello, and welcome to Eyes on Success, a weekly program covering a wide variety of topics of interest to people with vision loss. I'm Nancy Goodman Torpy. And I'm Pete Torpy. Well, I'm sure that many of our listeners are familiar with the services offered by the National Library Service that distribute free audiobooks for people that have trouble reading in one form or another. But today we'll be talking about their Bard mobile app, which runs on your smart device, and a major update they just made to that app with some exciting new features that I'm sure everyone will enjoy. We'll speak with Judy Dixon from the NLS about what some of these new features are. But first for our tip of the week, this week's tip comes from Judy Dixon. There's no better way to make use of your spare time than reading books. Which may explain why she works at the Library of Congress. And in the rest of this program, we'll be talking about the many services that they offer, from free machines to read their free books, to some of the apps that they use for reading their books, and to some of the new services that they'll be offering in the near future. You are listening to Eyes on Success. Success, 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 success. Let's start by meeting Judy. And if you think her name sounds familiar, you will learn why. So, Judy, you've been on our show a number of times before, but for people who may not remember who you are or what you do, maybe you can introduce yourself to our listeners. Thanks, Pete. I am Judy Dixon. I am Consumer Relations Officer at the National Library Service for the Blind and Print Disabled. We changed our name, some of you may notice. Uh, as of October 1st of last year, we used to be the National Library Service for the Blind and Physically Handicapped, and now we're the National Library Service for the Blind and Print Disabled. And this is somewhat preparatory to increasing the scope of the services, making efforts toward serving more people with learning disabilities, but that's coming along in the future. And just to reinforce that point, although people generally think of the service as being pertinent just to people with visual problems, they're available to people with any kind of reading issue, such as you can't turn pages, for example. Yes, that's physically handicapped part of it, is not being able to turn pages, not being able to hold a book, um, people who have those kinds of issues. Now, Pete's been a client of your service since he was a kid. I gather you are also? I am also a client of the service, and I've been a client of the service since I was a kid. I used Braille books and audiobooks both since I was about five years old. As I can remember, my mother, my mother thought talking books were unhealthy. And if I would lay on my bed, and in those days, I think a side of a record lasted something like 30 minutes. So every 30 minutes, I'd reach out my hand and turn the record over. And that was the extent of my exercise. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So now we've interviewed you in your role at the National Library Service a number of times, but we've also interviewed you for other reasons. Can you talk a little bit about your outside endeavors? I guess the one you've interviewed me the most about is my uh, writing books for the National Braille Press. Yes, ma'am. All kinds of interesting books. 
Yes, I've written 11, I think, altogether so far. I'm currently just finishing book number 12, which is a complete rewrite of my photography book. Well, and we just may have to arrange another interview when that book is complete. Yeah, it should be out by June or July. Great. And one of your other passions is the Ski for Light program. Ah, yes, yes. We were in Wyoming, and uh, it turned out to be an extremely unusual and and interesting, and I think for a lot of people, kind of disappointing year, because we had significant weather problems, not so much that it snowed more than we wanted it to, but transportation-wise, the the buses and so forth just weren't able to negotiate the mountain roads, and we had issues with stuck buses and buses that couldn't get there, and we had, I mean, oh, it was a week long of, of struggling with transportation. Wyoming can get some pretty wicked winters. Support for Eyes on Success is made possible in part by our corporate partners. Find out more about partnership opportunities by sending an email to hosts at eyesonsuccess.net. This week's focus topic is what's new in the latest release of the Bard mobile app and other news and services from the National Library Service for the Blind and Print Disabled. Anyway, today we wanted to talk to you mostly about the Bard mobile app that runs on iOS devices. And in particular, you've released a major update to that app that has some significant new features that people might be interested in. But for people who don't know about the app, first, maybe you can start out by giving us an overview of the app and what it's for, what it does. Bard Mobile is an app that runs on both iOS devices being iPhones, iPads, iPod Touches, and there's a Bard Mobile for Android that runs on Android phones and also one that's in the Amazon App Store that runs on Kindles and Fire tablets and all that sort of thing. I did not know that. Interesting. It's somewhat different. Uh, it, it functionally does pretty much the same thing, but it's a, it's a, it's a somewhat of a different experience, and the features are somewhat different. At the moment, Bard Mobile for Android doesn't support Braille because the Braille support in Android is not as good as it is in iOS. But we're actively working on that, and that may change relatively soon. Great. But Bard Mobile generically, and mostly I'm going to be talking today about Bard Mobile for iOS, but it will allow a user to play their NLS books, download the books, play them uh, right on the device. Since people are not purchasing these books, it's actually possible to get them from within the app and play books, magazines, whatever is NLS has. And I have some statistics for you, actually. Oh, great. I love statistics. Can we start with how many books are available? There's a total number of books is 115,972. Wow. That'll keep you busy. Of that 13,672 in Braille, plus some smaller Braille collections, a locally produced Braille is 1,678 and some other smaller ones. And Braille Music is 2,585. And then audio is, 
which number 85,243. So there's a lot of barred books and things available. Also, there are 52,790 people registered for BARD, and they together use 151,790 devices. Wow. Wow. And you should also mention that you also have a series of national periodicals that are available to people. Yes, but there's Braille magazines and audio magazines, um, a total of about 90 altogether. And can you remind people what BARD stands for? Because I'm sure even some people who've been using it for years don't remember. Braille and audio reading download. One thing that I think is neat about the BARD mobile app that runs on iOS devices and some of these other smart devices is that you're very conscious that not everyone is comfortable with technology and the interface tends to be relatively simple. So the controls are easy to use, easy to find, not too cluttered of a UI, etc. Yes, I'm glad to hear you say that, because that was certainly our attempt in, in designing it. Actually, though, visually, I'm told that the Bard Mobile interface looks like a talking book player. So you have a play button, and I think it's colored the same way as the one on the physical player. And so people who are remembering seeing their physical player can look at the interface on the screen and go, oh, the green button. Yeah, I remember what to do with that. And so it has a play pause button. Then to the left is rewind, to the right is fast forward, just like God intended. And it's pretty familiar. But we did do things, for example, the tabs across the bottom of the screen um, are in a specific order because bookshelf is in the very bottom left, which is a most commonly used tab that people might want to go to. And on the bottom right is the now reading tab. So if you want to select the tab for the book that you're now reading, you would use that tab. And we put them on the end so that they would be easiest to find. So people have been using this app for many years to get their books from the NLS and to read their books on a number of these electronic devices. But you just released a major new update with lots of new features. Can you highlight some of what's new in this updated app? I can. On February 13th, we released Bard Mobile 1.3. Now, Bard Mobile 1.3 will allow uh, simultaneous downloads uh, the previous versions, it would queue the download, so you could you could choose more than one thing, but it actually only really downloaded one at a time. When it was finished, it would download the next one. But now this can download up to three items simultaneously. It also has a, at the top of the, the details screen for each book or magazine, it has something called a more actions button. And this more actions button includes all kinds of stuff like all the books by that author, all the books in the romance subject category, all the books in whatever subjects the book is in, and other books in the same series. And speaking of series, that's another new feature. When you're in this same section, the more actions button, you can subscribe to series now. So if there's a series that you really like, it will automatically put 
the next book in that series on your wish list. You don't even have to keep watching for it. That's pretty handy. I've really enjoyed using some of those new features. You know, I noticed that when Nancy uses OverDrive from our public library to download her books, often they're saying, if you like this book, you might like this. And that's, you know, not been easily available through these mobile apps for the blind before. But this is really tremendous. You know, like you say, when I enjoy a certain author, if I want to easily find more books by that author, I either go to that More Actions button or in iOS, you can swipe up or down to activate many of those options to look for books in the same series. That's only a voiceover thing, though. Sighted people can't do that. Is that right? Yeah, they have to go to the More Actions button because... The voiceover, it's the voiceover rotor that lets us uh, put actions on the rotor. As a matter of fact, we're in the middle of development and we were this great feature on the voiceover rotor and there was no way for sighted people to do it. So we had to put the more actions button in so that the sighted people get to the same functions. You know, it's nice to know that occasionally blind people are ahead of the curve because <laughs> so often some new technology comes along and we're playing catch up. It's not accessible to us. We can't use it the way sighted people do. But this time we got it better, don't we? What other enhancements are there in the new version of the Bard mobile app? Another thing, another new feature on the now reading screen. Some people like to read more than one book at a time. And there's now a currently red button so you can navigate among your books that you're actively reading or you can use if, if voiceover users can use three fingers to swipe left and right and it would flip among the currently being read books oh that's nice because as you say many people will read books or magazines in parallel Yes. And then we have um, format hiding. If you're not a Braille reader and you don't want to see Braille books, you can turn it off and you won't see them at all. Or if you're not an audio reader, you can turn off the display of audiobooks and only have Braille books. So you can filter which books you're looking for and say, I only want this format or that format. That's right. Yeah, that's handy. So I've never used Braille on one of my smart devices. I always listen to these books in audio. Tell me how it works in Braille. You use a Bluetooth refreshable Braille display or something? Yes. It works actually extremely well in Braille. The display of the book is very much like a hard copy, especially if you have a 40-cell Braille display, because all of our books are 40-cell books. So if you want, you can just go up and down by lines and you'll see the paragraph indentations, you'll see centered headings, you'll see all the things you would see in a hard copy Braille book. And there are keyboard controls that let you go to the next page, it lets you go to the next non-blank line in case there's a lot of blank lines, because these are the books that were physically produced in hard copy. And in this version 1.3, there's a new feature in Braille called Auto Scroll. And you can just tell your device will start displaying Braille automatically. And it's a smart auto scroll so that it knows to allow X amount of time, 750 milliseconds for the line, and then Y amount of time, another five milliseconds for each character on the line so that it will display long lines 
longer than short lines. Oh, how nice. Very thoughtful. And there's controls to speed it up and slow it down so you can get it set to just exactly how you want it. And is this compatible with most Braille displays? It's compatible with all Braille displays that iOS devices support. Terrific. It's not a function of the Braille display. It's actually a function of Bard Mobile and the phone. So it's, it's, it does, it's not dependent on which Braille display you use. Mm -hmm. And as you could before, you could go to the Bard website and search for books right on the phone and download them, as you said, directly without having to go to the Bard website on a PC or a Mac computer. That's right. And I understand there are still more new features in this app. Can you tell us about those? Yes. Another thing is we now have AirPlay support. So on all of our now reading screens, well, the audio ones, of course, is uh, an AirPlay button. So you can uh, send your book to your nearest AirPlay device if you have an Apple TV or a receiver that support AirPlay or whatever you might have. Well, that's a pretty nice feature. I take it NLS is continuing to develop this app. Are there any new enhancements planned that people should be looking for in the future or that you'd like to see added? Well, there's two issues that come up over and over and over that people would really like to see. And we're actually working on both of them. One is syncing among devices. A lot of people have an iPhone and an iPad or an iPhone and an iPod or whatever, and they have more than one device. And other programs do this. Audible does it. Other audio book people do it. Yes. And if you get to a certain point in your book and then you go to a different device and you start reading that book on the second device, it'll pick up where the first one left off. Well, we can't do that in Bard Mobile. And it's a feature that people would really like, but it's a feature that is dependent on NLS servers, and it's something that we are working on, and we will be offering it in the next release or so, depending on if things get developed in a timely manner. And the other thing is people are not happy, understandably so, with this search, the Bard Mobile search, because right now um, it's kind of a Google-style search where you just put in a word and it'll show you anything. It does group them. It'll say, you know, in the author, in the title, in the annotation, whatever, but it's not the best search. And and we people would really like to be able to filter out juvenile titles or filter out foreign language titles and that sort of thing, which you can't do right now. So that's working on a much better search system is also something we're working on. Yeah, that would be handy. I've noticed that when searching for books sometimes, if you put in the wrong word, you can get like a thousand hits and it's tough to find what you're really looking for. <laughs> it is not the best search, that is for sure. I've learned to put words in quotes. So if I'm looking for like little house, I don't want to find all the books with little and in addition, all the books with house and I'll put quote, little house, quote. And that limits it quite a bit and makes the search a lot more effective. That's a great tip, and it would be very a very good thing for people to do. <laughs> In addition to the Bard mobile app, do you have anything new from the NLS in general that you want to tell us about? Probably the most exciting thing that's going on these days is NLS is in the process of developing its own Braille display. And we are quite far along with that. We are now have prototypes in hand that we are testing. And 
NLS will soon have available a 27 Braille display that people will be able to borrow through their network libraries, just like they borrow a talking book machine now. We'll be starting a pilot later this year in four regional libraries. And if all that goes well, which we think it will, then we'll go into production of Braille displays next year. Oh, that's quite exciting. Great. So I've actually been using this app for some time now, and actually it's a great and very usable app that I encourage people to try out. You are listening to Eyes on Success. Success, 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 success. Now for this week's final item, how to learn more about eligibility requirements to be a patron of the National Library Service, what their services entail, and how to contact them for more information. Before we get into talking about where people can find out more information about BARD and the NLS and some of these services, maybe you can remind us who is eligible for these services. People are eligible who have a visual or physical disability that limits their use of print. They don't have to be legally blind, just visually impaired enough to limit their use of print. And people with a visual impairment can be certified by a librarian, a teacher, a social worker, things like that. Or a medical professional. In addition to medical professionals, it doesn't have to be a medical professional. It can be teachers and things. And also people with physical disabilities, people who are are quadriplegic or something like that, they can also um, use the service. There is limited availability for people with what NLS calls reading disabilities. And those people with reading disabilities do need to be certified by a, a medical professional because they're at the moment coming into the service as physically handicapped people. But that's, that's in the process of changing. And there is some already some libraries that are doing pilot tests with people with learning disabilities. And for people who are less technically savvy and don't want to be reading books on their iOS device or Android device, the NLS also loans them hardware that's very simple to use that they can keep while they're reading these books. That's correct. And as a matter of fact, only about, even now, only about 15% of our users use our download service. 85% of the users are still using the talking book player, the physical one that we distribute. Oh, interesting. Well, you know, a bunch of years ago, we actually borrowed one of those from a friend because Pete's been downloading his books forever. And we did an episode discussing the hardware that you guys loan out. It's a nice machine. It is well yeah. designed and we easy to use. We were really impressed. So if people do want to sign up for the NLS services or find out more about BARD and reading some of these books, where would you direct them? We have a website, www.loc, Library of Congress, .gov slash NLS. And that's probably the best place. There's also a toll-free number, which is 888-NLS-READ, 
657-7323. And if you call that number, it asks you what state you're from and it connects you to your state. So it's it's an automated line. Great. And I guess people can find the forms for applying and also how to get to the BARD website to search for books at that website that you gave us. Yes. And also when they go to the website, they'll want to find out what library, because our service is provided through talking book libraries around the country. So people can contact the library in their area that serves them. And the library is very helpful in terms of how to sign up for BARD and helping people. They can answer technical questions. There are first level tech support for any help that people need with BARD or any help with that people need using the service. I also get periodic announcements from our state library also that tells me what's new, what's going on, new books, new services, et cetera. So that, again, is very helpful. The libraries vary somewhat throughout the country. Some of them have, you know, actually book clubs and things like that. Some of them have quite a few activities. Others have have less of that. Do you have a social media presence? Yes, NLS has a Facebook page that all may read, which is our kind of motto, I suppose. And for people who want to submit a question or a comment via email, what's that? Our general email address is nls at loc.gov. If someone would like to reach me for some reason, my email address at NLS is jdix at loc.gov. And if people are interested in purchasing some of your books, where could they find them, Judy? The books that I write for National Braille Press as a volunteer are available from National Braille Press, website www.nbp.org. They're almost all about the iPhone in one way or another. But my next book, the one I'm working on after I finish the photography book, is going to be a rewrite of the very first book I ever did in 2008 about labeling. And it's going to be all about Braille and audio labeling and identification of items. I bet that field has changed totally since your first edition. It has changed totally. It's great. It's, I mean, there's some amazingly cool things between barcodes and NFC and microprinting and all these different ways of identifying things. So that was a lot of contact information. And if you missed any of it in the audio, as usual, you can go to the show notes associated with this episode at www.eyesonsuccess.net. And there you'll find links to places where you can go to sign up for this service. Remember, it's free. As Judy says, you don't necessarily have to be legally blind. This service is available to lots of people. And they will send you free books by Free Matter for the Blind, and you can send them back and forth. So it's very easy to get and return books. They will lend you the hardware necessary to read these books if you're uncomfortable reading them on your smart device. So try it out. If you're not signed up now, you might want to be. 
That's it for show number 2021. Next week on Eyes on Success, we'll be talking about what's new with the JAWS screen reader. And we'll be speaking with Eric Damery, Vice President of Software Product Management at Vispero. And one thing that we've mentioned before, but we want to mention it again, and we will mention it next week, is their very generous offer of free licenses for JAWS, Zoom, and Fusion to use through the end of June 2020 due to the coronavirus epidemic. We hope to catch you all next week for that episode. You've been listening to Eyes on Success, hosted and produced by Nancy Goodman Torpy and Peter Torpy, and distributed by WXXI Reach Out Radio. You can access the full archive of previous shows, subscribe to the podcast, and much more by going to our website, www.eyesonsuccess.net. If you have questions about anything you've heard on the show or have suggestions for future shows, send an email to hosts at eyesonsuccess.net. Thank you for listening and have a nice day.